Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast, a real and honest look at motherhood through vulnerability, embarrassing stories, mistakes, and no BS. Hopefully you can relate, breathe a sigh of relief, and know you're never alone. Get ready for some honesty and to be a part of an incredible community of moms being honest. Take a moment and just sigh it out. Drop the heavy load that you are carrying. Really cut yourself some slack. You don't have to try so hard. You don't have to prove yourself to anyone. You are just beautiful as you are, right here and right now. You have a gift. You have a warmth. You have a light inside of you. And you're doing others a disservice if you're not sharing that light. Welcome back to the Honest Mom Podcast. This is Michelle Mansfield. You just listened to a recent meditation that you can find on the Peloton app. I'm going to share how to listen to that uh, in the show notes by Kristen McGee, a favorite yogi of mine and Pilates teacher as well on the on Peloton. She also does meditations. And this 10-minute meditation on kindness and compassion really rang true when it comes to this episode, where we are focusing this week on the second chapter of Living Your Yoga by Judith Lassiter. This, the chapter is all about discipline, but it's not about the discipline that you're probably thinking of, the stereotypical discipline. So this episode focuses on discipline inspired in a different way and an entirely different light here and how we can use discipline to gain more freedom and lightness and enjoyment in our days in motherhood as well as other areas of our life. And I was inspired by this chapter and so many light bulbs that went off about how I view discipline in my life. And I really wanted to talk about this because I live, I'm getting better, but I have that world of my to-do list, checking things off, crossing things off, the pressure to feel accomplished. I'm really hard on myself if I don't finish the to-do list. And I have that, I don't know if it's a unique feeling of just pride by looking at everything that I've crossed off. And I feel that lists are definitely important, but are am I relying, are you relying on them too much to validate the 
value of yourself and are are you listening to your quote unquote busy mom friends talking about how much they're doing throughout the day and having that comparison going on through your head and questioning your value upon that as well are you paying attention to what you're even doing throughout the day and being mindful of the tasks and accomplishments that you are making throughout the day or are they just checklists? Are you just living robotically? Because I'm guilty definitely of doing this versus a life full of meaning, along with some of the mundane tasks that are just inevitable. And the importance of connecting with a more quality life versus quantity-driven life and doing things that I actually want to do versus the lists of shoulds that can sometimes drown me and actually depress me. (laughs) I want to, with this chapter and in my life and together with this episode and interaction with you off the podcast, to find discipline in our lives in an entirely different way, which will lead to more transformation and more freedom in our lives. All right, who's ready for the mom card drawing of the week? I am pulling it out now. I will crack it open. Here we go. There it is. All right. This one comes from Beverly Williams. I will dare to just do what I do. Be just what I am and dance whenever I want to. Moms, this quote could not be any more perfect for this week's episode. It will be in the show notes. Maybe I'll remember to read it at the end just to kind of close out and for you to be like, oh, yes, yes, I see what you are saying. So um, I will put that to the side. (laughs) Let's just say life is difficult. Can we just acknowledge that life is difficult for everyone in so many different ways? But are we making it? more difficult? I don't know. I feel like just recognizing that point there can give us a sense of lightness and relief. And are we misunderstanding the concept of discipline? So as I was reading this chapter, discipline was definitely not what I thought. You know, I immediately think of my daughter and discipline and rigidity and staying on task and willpower and motivation and very aggressive words and things that are just flooding my brain and almost overwhelming me. And this chapter really gets into what discipline in life really means and making life less difficult, recognizing that just you know, acknowledging that is pretty powerful and feeling a sense of physical lightness and mental freedom as Judith Lassiter writes and understanding more and applying more the concept of discipline in our lives in the right ways, which doesn't mean we have to do everything that's on the list or everything that everyone else is doing or all the shoulds that we feel that we should be doing. All right, next topic we are moving on to is the topic of have-tos. And I guess this goes along with the topic of shoulds. 
which there's a really good episode that I will have a link to on Mother Like a Boss podcast where she talks about coulds versus shoulds and focusing more on tasks on the could side versus the should side and the freedoms behind that. So I'll link that where you can take a listen because that also was in the back of my mind when I was reading this this chapter in her book. I'm going to read a short little paragraph regarding this world of have-tos, which I am so over the have-tos because who says what I have to do, right? For as long as I could remember, I had spent my days accomplishing a series of have-tos things that I required myself to finish before going to bed. Oh my gosh. I'd be up to like midnight if that was the case, by the way. Parents, teachers, and friends had commented positively on my ability to do so. I had incorporated the reinforcement into my self-image. In reality, my way of living my life was unsustainable. All right. So remember that is the way you're living your life sustainable. Could you do this for the rest of your life, the things that you're doing? All right, continuing. My attachment to my idea of discipline drove me to work constantly. I had refused getting things done with the real meaning of discipline. So she talks then about you know, just going through her daily life and what she realized, I realized that although life is difficult, I did not have to approach life by becoming difficult myself. I decided to simplify my life. I began by giving up working at my desk after the children were in bed, even though it seemed as if those hours were the only quiet time I could find to write or keep up with other paperwork. Everyone's raising their hands in the audience with that one. I am. Our after dinner time became more leisurely. I actually spent some time with my husband, got more rest, and paradoxically began to feel that I was accomplishing more in my day. I've been trying to do this as well in my life. I used any sort of free time that I had, you know, you know, the nap time when your children were little, school time. Um, when they go to bed at night, before they wake up in the morning to handle all the tasks, all the have-tos, whether it's work, whether it's bills or household things. And I sat there recently and I looked at my husband. I'm like, I don't know the last time on a Saturday morning that I actually sat and had a cup of coffee, watched something that I wanted to watch, or read a book that I didn't feel I had to read, you know, whether it was for school or training or for my own, you know, like personal development to work on something in my life, to have some sort of feeling of accomplishment. Like when did I actually, I used to watch Ina Garden, the Barefoot Contessa. I would have a couple protein, homemade protein balls that I haven't made in, I don't know how long. So maybe that's on my next list. And I would have that cup of coffee and just relax. I wasn't being lazy. I was refueling myself instead of burning the candle at both ends or always feeling like, what else? I mean, there's always going to be something to do. You know, if you think about it, you sit there for five minutes and you could have a to-do list and a laundry list going out, you know, every crevice of your body of things that you, you know, need to do. But 
it's okay to not accomplish everything on that list, but it is okay to ha also have a list. I have an ongoing list for the month that I just jot down things because in all honesty, I'm going to forget. So important things or some goals, it's great to write things, these things down, but I can't live my life completely by these. Um, it is good for me mentally to check some things off, but I don't rely on this list as much as I used to, to, val to validate you know, my day and what I'm doing. So I'm trying to find that healthy balance of discipline where I am accomplishing things that I have to accomplish. Because let's be honest, there are things that we just have to do and prioritizing those things. But I'm also, you know, if I get to some other things at another time, you know, I get to things at that time. It's not a big deal. And I'm not relying on this list, you know, to, you know, validate myself or, you know, to make myself feel important in this world. And discipline has less to do with accomplishment and more to do with intention and with commitment. I've talked about a little in the past episode about Patanjali, a sage who wrote the Yoga Sutras. And just think of it as like a guide. <laughs> just a guide to just kind of motivate you and give you little reminders of maybe how to live life a little bit more gently and more intentionally. But Patanjali writes in the Yoga Sutras, and this is translated from Sanskrit loosely, the restriction of these fluctuations is achieved through practice and dispassion. And what this means is that the fluctuations or the agitations of the mind being resolved can be achieved by practice and my favorite word lately, detachment or letting go. All right. We'll discuss actually this whole subject in the next episode. I have learned so much to detach from the outcomes of things, the reactions of people and things in my life that I have clinged onto for my meaning of my life, which has helped me greatly with depression. And I think that was a huge thing with my postpartum depression that I, you know, have really dived deep into with my first two seasons is my attachment, that unhealthy attachment to certain things, whether it was my career or friendships that had kind of weaned and lost their fizzle, uh, you know, my attachment to my past life and lifestyle versus connecting to what was presently going on. Practice is discipline and action, which is different than task-oriented behavior. And staying present in each moment of your day with intimacy will bring true discipline. And I think that's so beautiful. That's paraphrased from Judith Lassiter. You know, versus the robotic to-do list and the goal of checking the boxes, trying to get more motivated by that intimacy with what we're doing throughout the day and staying present in each moment. I know it's easier said than done. Maybe there's an eye roll because maybe it seems cliche, but in all honesty, it's just something that we can work towards. We don't have to build Rome in a day and finding our goals being more in line with being present with each moment, being more intimate and connected with the things that we're doing 
to find that pride and find that accomplishment in a different way versus just checking things off and going to the next, checking that off and what's next, you know, and just bing, bang, boom, down that list. All right. Who wants to hear what my favorite thing of the week is? I am really loving Thrive Cosmetics. I've been using the line, just a, a few things in the line for the past couple of years. And one of the things that I have been loving is my eyebrows are kind of disappearing a little bit as I age. I am going to be um, hitting 48 this summer. And I just noticed like the outer edges and just in general, hair is just kind of disappearing in, in various areas, not the ones that I want, of course. But Thrive has um, what I love here, which is a semi-permanent um, instant brow fix. And it's an eyebrow gel. It looks like it would be like mascara and you brush it on the hair. So what I do is I fill in my brows with just like a brow filler or a brow pencil. I use one by Maybelline. And um, then I use the Thrive Eyebrow Gel, the Brow Fix Semi-Permanent Eyebrow Gel to just make the hairs a little fluffy and then the hairs become, a, you know, match and get darker with that. And, you know, and even just actually the Thrive Brow Fix alone if you have one of those casual days where you don't want to do your eyebrows completely. So I will have a link on how to get that. And what's wonderful is their way of giving back with um, every purchase that you buy. And I have many other products that I love with Thrive, but check them out and, um, you know, see if you like it. Let me know if you end up enjoying it. Next is I have a few pieces of advice after reading this chapter a few times around and just connecting more, you know, with it along with Kristen McGee's meditation, which I think what's wonderful is if you listen to this podcast, if you have the book, which I will always link uh, the book in each of these episodes, is then to do Kristen's meditation after and see the, how everything kind of connects together with that. So one of the pieces of advice that I have, and this is just advice, is creating your discipline on your terms. All right. So a book may say something. I may say something here on this topic, but you create your discipline, your day, your weeks, your months and years based on your terms. So an example would be, you know, Let's say you are talking to a woman who says she started meditating at, you know, for five minutes a day and instantly you're like five minutes a day. Like what, what's that going to do? Like maybe you're meditating like an hour, you know, an hour a day. I don't know. And maybe you've been meditating for years and this woman is just trying to get started. First of all, we all have our own terms. We need to release the judgment in ourselves as well as others. So maybe you tell someone that you just started meditating for a minute a day and someone's like, a minute? Release the judgment and just <laughs> back it away, right? The, we start on our terms. We end in our terms. We go at our own pace with our terms. And starting out small with especially new things in your life and new tasks 
and new concepts and ways of doing things, starting out small is perfectly fine. Starting out big is perfectly fine. Doing things on your terms so they will be successful for you. And remembering that discipline isn't about quantity, it's quality. Okay, number two, practice is not about what you get, it's about what you give. Do what is truly possible with the unwavering commitment to give yourself, to giving yourself to the moment. So we talked about this, the intimacy, the present moment, giving yourself to the moment. Your goal is to transform, not just to complete a task, and this intention will allow you to transform, which will give you that freedom. And freedom is the reason for all discipline. All right. And then number three is asking for help. All right. Slow down, ask for help. Okay. And just begin each activity each new thing that you add to your life, you know, just bring it with slowness and ease and ask for help along the way. And something else that I actually read in this book that I loved and I'm starting to do actually starting next Monday, I invited a friend to do this with me, but I'm actually perfectly fine doing it by myself as well. But um, adding one thing into your life and doing it either, a, what I, Judith Lasseter suggests 15 minutes a day, but do what works for you, like the advice for number one on your terms. But I am starting watercolor classes starting next Monday. It's 6.30 to eight, an hour and a half while my daughter FaceTime reads with my mom. I'm going to her art school, which is offering adult classes. And I am doing watercolor. It is until, I think it's a month. Um, so every week for a month. And then another thing, you guys, that I found, which is hysterical because I was telling my girlfriends, like I, we used to go out for cocktails more often. And now we're talking about what I'm going to tell you right now, which is there's a place by me that offers free knitting classes. You have to buy the materials there, which is completely understandable. I'm surprised they're offering free classes. I would pay for them. And I looked on their website after someone told me about it and their website is magical. And I, you know, I saw a woman this past weekend at a bat mitzvah, a family member, and she was knitting while we were having breakfast. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I am actually looking at starting a knit, you know, doing a knitting class in the future after my watercolor. I'm not going to add on too much. I'm going to take one thing at a time. And she and I then had like an hour long discussion all about knitting her history with knitting and how she got into it, where she knits and what things she's been doing with knitting and gifts she's made. And oh my gosh, it just made me feel so wonderful. So I'll let you know how the watercolor class goes and then knitting. You guys, oh my gosh, if you only knew me in my 20s and 30s and even in my early 40s, you would be like, Michelle knitting, like what is going on? So adding something that is enjoyable to you, like one of those, like I've always wanted to, or this has perked my interest and just adding it to your life in small little increments. Maybe you wanted to write, grab your computer or, you know, if you want to write by hand 
and 15 minutes a day, start a story, start something nonfiction, whatever you want to do. All right. So those are three pieces of advice that I'm giving to you. And at the end of the day, do one thing at a time and do it right. That's something I say to myself all the time. We are, our brains really are not made for multitasking. And we as women have 600 things that we are constantly, it's like squirrel, 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 bird, squirrel, you know? And I always have to come back to the mantra that my mother told me, breathe, do one thing at a time and do it right and finish it. <laughs> How many things have we not finished, right? So doing one thing at a time, doing it right, commit to doing what is possible, slow down and ask for help and breathe. Remembering that discipline is on your terms and you will be successful if you follow your track. And our closing inspiration is from Buddha. How cliche is that, right? But I went through just dozens and dozens of discipline quotes, and this one stuck with me. It, it didn't have anything to do with like climbing a mountain and motivation and willpower and all that. I really liked this. So, um, and I changed the pronoun because it had to, he referred to a man the whole time, whatever it was written how long ago. No, not a big deal, but I am, I did change it just so you know, to enjoy good health, to bring true happiness to one's family, to bring peace to all, one must first discipline and control one's own mind. If a person can control their mind, they can find the way to enlightenment and all wisdom and virtual virtue will naturally come to them. I will put that as well in the show notes. And I just want to thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Kristen McGee for um, your wonderful kindness meditation that I will be sharing. And I look forward to connecting with you all again in a couple weeks with another episode of the Honest Mom podcast. And until then, make one small step towards your honest motherhood. Hey there, mom. Thanks so much for listening today, for making time for yourself and for sharing this episode with another mom that may need it. If you have any feedback, honest feedback, head over to Apple or Spotify and leave a review letting me know what you think, an honest review. I look forward to sharing more episodes with you every other week. And I just appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much, moms. And until we meet again, take one small step towards your honest motherhood. Mm -hmm.